is the king alive? Is Elvis still around? Is he in Acapulco or one of those craziness? I don't know. I don't know. But let's talk about it. Let's all go down the rabbit hole of conspiracies, fears, and mysteries. Oh, do we believe what you're saying, King? We believe what you're saying, man. What's going on, yo? Welcome back to Conspiracy, Fears, and Mysteries. And again, I'm your host, Ralphie, from my many other podcasts. Well, I got two other podcasts. I got... This one, Conspiracy, Fears, and Mysteries, and then my Veterans View podcast, and then I've got Cigar Ralphie also, um, Reaction Channel, call it whatever you want, whatever Reaction Channel, which I'm on the fence about because the YouTube is haunting me. But anyway, what's going on, man? I hope everybody's doing good. I just did some studying for school, and I said, well, let me knock out this podcast real quick. Not real quick. Let me knock out this podcast. Not really, it's probably not going to be real quick. And I might upload this to Cigar Ralphie since I do, I did a lot of Elvis reactions on that channel and also UK stuff and things like that. But um, I love conspiracies. I love to talk about them. And, you know, so anyway, let's get to that. Now, uh, as far as conspiracies goes, if you've been listening to this podcast, if you've, this is your first time listening, go ahead and... If you're on the audio podcast on Anchor or on, on uh, Apple or whatever, go ahead and follow, like, whatever it is that they do there and give a comment, give me 18 stars, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that uh, you can keep hearing all the nonsense that I talk about weekly. Fridays, I usually upload this. This particular one is uploaded. It should be a Friday today. I don't know when I'm going to upload it, when I'll finish editing it, but it should be uploaded by Friday. Every Friday in the morning. So I was a little late this uh, week because I messed up the upload schedule thing, <laughs> the automatic uploader that I have. And was, I messed it up. But anyway, let's talk about some Elvis, man. And not just Elvis. This actually goes for any other stars. There's a lot of um, controversy, a lot of conspiracy when it comes to famous people dying, like really famous. You know, you got uh, Elvis, of course. Um, I think it was, uh, 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 of course, you, you got Michael Jackson. And, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, who is it? Um, uh, Elv, uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. Biggie Tupac and a bunch of other people that have passed away, died, however they did. And, of course, people don't believe that they're dead. You got even the Hitler, the Hitler ones that saying that Hitler's alive or, or you know, and he just left and had a double. And I can see how that could possibly be a thing for you to believe. I can see how that is believable and how that can happen. It is a possibility. Okay, we can't dismiss the fact that these people do have the power and have been known to have doubles and things like that due to their famous nature, to their famous lifestyles, where they can't just go to the store like we can. They can't just go to a Walmart and shop. Like, you're not going to see... You know, saying Hitler, well, he probably won't make it if he goes to a Walmart by my house. But um, 
or anywhere for that matter. He shoot. He he probably won't make it in a in a damn redneck town. You know, in this in in this day and age. Thank God for that. He was evil anyway. But like Elvis can't just get up and go to the store. You know, Tupac can't just go into an Apple store and buy a new phone. You know, that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. These people. These people's lives, when they take on that responsibility of entertaining us and beating our lives through music or movies or whatever the case may be, their lives change. Their personal lives are just no more. They're, they're gone. Their life is no more. You know what I'm saying? So you've got to entertain the possibility that after a while of them living this type of lifestyle where they're, they're, they just... They're in the spotlight every single minute of of the day. They get tired of that. They get tired of it, and they're like, "Look, man, I gotta get out of this. I'm tired of it. I'm just a regular human that just happens to be a very good singer, <laughs> or a very good actor, or very or whatever." You know, um, there's a possibility that they can be like, "I just don't want to do this." They, the like, for example, famous, powerful people. Saddam Hussein is, has, was known to have doubles. You know what I mean? There have been doubles. There's a how many? How many Elvis doubles aren't there? You know, people, the Elvis uh, actors or whatever. Um, I was driving home from being in the, I was in, I was at the beach with some buddies of mine a couple months ago, went to the beach down in Tampa. It was about a two-hour drive away from where I live. Um, and I was driving back. I stopped at a classic car show that was, you know, uh, it was a Sunday. And, then all the, and over here, a lot of the people who do the classic the cars, motorcycles or whatever, they always have these meetups. And they'll pick up parking lot and they'll just go with their classics from the 50s and 60s and all that stuff. And they have cars. And on the way back, I saw this, uh, it was like an old Chevy, 1950-something. I don't know exactly what Chevy was. Beautiful, beautiful car. And I was like, oh, man, it's a nice car. And I pulled up next to it because I, I just, I, you know, I wanted to see the whole car. So I, I was driving my, I think I was driving the Mini. <laughs> I pulled up next to it. And inside, the guy that was driving, I mean, was... And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, I got a picture of Elvis up. I swear, I swear to you, this guy, you know, obviously a little older, looked just like this man. And he was he was dressed like Elvis. I, you know, he had the Elvis thing on. Obviously, he did it for effect because he had an old car and, you know, around the El- when Elvis was around. So, obviously, you know, he dressed like Elvis. He was probably... Um, he was probably, you know, playing some some of his music in the car, which made sense just for the effect of it, you know. But it was eerie. I looked at him and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, this guy looked just like Elvis. And he looked at me and just smiled and, and kept driving. Now, you know, it, 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 it was crazy. It was I was like, holy crap, this guy's dressed like Elvis. That's so cool. You know, it was cool. But he looked, he looked like, like, age him 30 years from the picture that I have up right now. And, and this picture is probably in his 20s, early 20s. This guy looks like a kid right here in this picture, Elvis, that I have up. And give him 30 more years, and that's what this guy looked like. I was like, holy crap, this guy looks like Elvis. I mean, that hair, he had everything down, okay? The, the car was beautiful, needless to say. And then he, you know, he went off on it, and I went off. But, you know, there's people that do these reenactments or these uh, acting things where they go and perform in Vegas and things like that. But back to the conspiracy part of it is that you can't put it past these famous people to be... You know, get to a point in their lives, like I said, where they fake their deaths. And they're like, look, man, I just don't want to live like this anymore. Let's just say that I died. Just make it real. It's real, you know, whatever. 
Um, let's just say that I die. You know what I mean? And I have the money to go live somewhere else. I can get a facelift, blah, blah, blah. I can do this. Hell, the cartel guy, the, the cartel bosses do it all the time. You know what I mean? Um, or whatever. Let me just go out and live somewhere else. Is that a possibility? Yes. Am I saying that Elvis did that? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it is a possibility and you have to be open to things. So over here, um, I went to, I was, I was researching the whole Elvis conspiracy because I've heard it, but, and, and, and I'm picking Elvis just because he's, you know, one of the people that I love. I love his music and, a, you know, a very famous artist, the king of rock and roll. And, uh, you know, so I just picked him because I think everybody from every walk of life will know what I'm talking about. I, I could have picked Michael Jackson too, and it would have been the same effect, but I picked Elvis. Um, and, uh, I, I ran, uh, on this article, I ran across this article here from Mental Floss. I don't know how old it is. Let me see. It says, uh, it was from 2017, August 14th, 2017. And it talks about some of the myths or, or not myths, not, not myths. Some of the beliefs, the title of the article is Suspicious Minds, the Bizarre 40 Year History of Elvis Presley Sightings. Okay, so it's 40 years, I guess. It's 41, 42 years now. But it reads, on August 16, 1977, something momentous happened in Memphis, Tennessee. It was either the death of Elvis Presley at the age of 42, that's very young, as more than 80% of Americans believe, or the start of the most spectacular disappearing act in the history of mankind. Elvis is alive. Theories are as varied as they are plentiful. And they've been circulating since just after his death. He's left the realm of popular entertainers and joined the ranks of Bigfoot, <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster, and some Jesus. That one is scary to me. I'm sorry. But that's neither here nor there. I digress. What follows is a brief history of why some people refuse to let American icons rest in peace. So let's talk about the first sighting. So over here it says the first sighting. On the afternoon of August 16, 1977, a man bearing a striking resemblance to Elvis is said to have purchased a one-way ticket from Memphis International Airport to Buenos Aires. Uh, he supposedly gave the name John Burroughs, a pseudonym Elvis used when checking into hotels. Patrick Lacey, author of the book Elvis Decoded, claims to have debunked this popular and wholly unsubstantiated story by interviewing airport officials and determining that international flights weren't available from Memphis in 1977. There's also the question of why the most famous man on the planet would risk going into a public place in his hometown in order to book airfare for the purpose of faking his own death. Maybe I was figured his acting skills would help him avoid suspicion. So right there, the, uh, that was one of the first, um, one of the first, I guess, one of the famous uh, sightings or whatever of Elvis where the whole conspiracy claim that was somebody said, oh, my God, a, a guy, you know, that looked like Elvis, whatever, bought a ticket from, from Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee, whatever. And I could see how that would be kind of ludicrous because if you're faking your death, you know, and you don't you don't want to be seen, why would you go back to where you live, where everybody knows? If there's one place where you definitely, if you're faking your existence, where you don't want to be around, you're not you're not gonna. I'm not gonna fake my death and move three houses down here. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's stupid. 
You know what I mean? But everybody knows me here. Everybody, you know, in, in your neighborhood, in in your circle. That's where he was born, he was raised, whatever. That's where he lived. He's not going to go to that airport. If, if anything, he's going to drive to freaking, even though he's known worldwide, you know, he's probably in Canada, he's less known personally than he is in Memphis, Tennessee. He's not going to go to Memphis and freaking buy a plane ticket and fly. I mean, as much as I love conspiracies and there are some that I do, you know, I question everything, you still got to put some logic into some of the conspiracies or some of the th- or some of the thought that goes into you saying, hey, this isn't real. You've got to put logic into it also, even though sometimes the illogical happens. But in this case, I don't think, really don't think that he would go to an airport where he lives. Really don't. It, it's especially that soon. Um, after following his death and uh, buy a ticket, <laughs> just buy a ticket. Hey, I'm going to buy a ticket. You know what I mean, everybody knows him there. They know him and there. They know him more than anybody in the world does. OK, so then you have uh, the funeral. OK, let's talk about the funeral. It says here a great deal of Elvis is alive. Intrigue centers on August 18, 1977, the day of Presley's funeral. Footage of the service shows Paul Bearer struggling to lift a 900-pound copper coffin. The king had packed on a few pounds in his later years, but there's no way he was pushing a half ton. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no way he was pushing a half ton. One explanation, the casket was outfitted with a cooling system. The kind used to keep wax dummies, uh, to, to keep a wax dummy of a beloved celebrity from melting on a hot summer day. Sound crazy? Presley's cousin, Gene Smith, thought the body looked a little strange. His nose looked like uh, looked kind of pudgy looking, and his right side burn was sticking straight out. It looked about an inch, Smith said in 1991 special The Elvis Files. And his hairline looked like a, a hairpiece or something was glued on. Smith also was also troubled by the smoothness of Elvis' typically colossed hands. Calloused, sorry, calloused, colossed. Calloused hands and the sweat on his brow. Attentive fans were further spooked when they saw the king's headstone. The inscription reads, Elvis Aaron Presley. Even though he'd been given the middle name Aaron, A-R-O-N, 1A, possibly in memory of his stillborn twin brother, Jesse Garin, which is Aaron with a G. The theory here is that Elvis used the incorrect spelling to signal fans that he was still alive. Another one of Elvis's cousins, Billy Smith, claimed the singer simply preferred the more common double A spelling as legal documents bearing Presley's signature attest. Um, now, this one could possibly be. This one could be. Uh, th- his cousin said, uh, you know, I mean, he did pack a, pack on a few pounds. I think and, um, all of us could attest to that. There's footage of him being a little a little bit heavier. Of course, not 900 pounds. You know, but that's with the coffin, but... I don't think he was 400 or even maybe 300 pounds. I don't, I don't even think he was 300 pounds. Um, he was, you know, I don't think he packed on that much weight where, you know, it was like, oh, my God, this guy's heavy. Um, could he could he have had a wax figure in there and was like, hey, let me put a wax figure in there and make sure it stays put until they bury it. I don't care what happens after they bury it. Yeah, maybe. You know, that's a possibility that could, you know, that that could be he had the money to do that you know you you that's one thing you gotta entertain you gotta you gotta look at things that are logical it's it's it would be logical he he could do that he had the money to do that you know what i mean it would be illogical that this guy wasn't stupid as far as the 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 airline ticket thing where he would buy an airline ticket to go and fly somewhere and but do it from 
where he lived. You know what I mean? After he faked his death. This would be a little more logical. But, I mean, uh, the whole the whole spelling of the name thing could be a thing, too. He you know, he had a twin brother um, that was stillborn. And can you imagine if that man was, wow. Um, he had a he had a twin brother that was born, um, you know, and and I guess in memory of him he took his name, whatever. They named him Aaron, or I guess he gave. I don't know if he gave himself. I don't know the history of that, but uh, you know that that's probably a lot of people would have done that. You know, oh my brother, he passed away. I'm gonna take his name just in memory of him. Blah blah blah. Whatever. He just using two A's instead of one. Um, that's a possibility. You know what I mean? It's a possibility. Uh, I wasn't there, I wasn't even born, but that is something that maybe I could wrap my head around because they had the money to do that. Like I said, I know we've all known of famous people that have that have doubles. Especially, well, normally you see that in like in powerful dictators and stuff. My Elvis wasn't a dictator, but I can see how stressful his life might have been. Um, you know. Where he said, "Man, I just can't. I just can't do this anymore." You know what I mean? I've got to get out of this. But and at the same time, let me say, let me let me say this: He loved what he did. People that are famous love what they do. Okay, the, the, these famous artists and everything, they do it because they, yeah, it, it gives them money. But nobody goes in just for the money. The ones that go in just for the money don't make it. The money follows because they love what they do. And Elvis was the king and he was good. He was the best at what he did because he loved what he do. He loved to sing. He loved music. He didn't care about anything else but the music. I mean, he loved his family. But I'm saying as far as his, what he was made to do, sing and entertain, he was the king. That's why they called him the king. All right? Uh, he loved what he did. He was the king of his domain. Um, And it could be hard, although he... At one point, he may have said, "I don't want to do this anymore, man. This is just—it's just so stressful. He's, everywhere I go, it's just—I can't just—you know—it's hard. It's hard for my kids to be anywhere. Blah blah blah. This, this, that, and the third. Let me just fake my death and just chill. I'm gonna—I'm finna retire at forty or whatever, the, or whatever, right? Um, that's a possibility. But also, he could have—he loves it so much that, you know." there's a possibility that he could just every once in a while come back out just like oh my god i missed that you know but he just doesn't want that life anymore you know what i mean being the king and all that stuff he was very very famous this guy couldn't go anywhere he couldn't i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't imagine living like that man you know what i mean he couldn't go anywhere this guy you know what i mean okay the death itself traditionally you can't have a funeral without a death obviously and what killed the king is another major source of controversy same thing with Bruce Lee, same thing with Michael Jackson. The medical examiner's official cause of death was hyper hypertensive I'm sorry, hypertensive heart disease associated with uh atherosclerotic atherosclerotic heart disease. Elvis weighed at least two fifty I knew it. I knew I, I didn't even read this and I and I already knew it was about two fifty. Elvis weighed at least 250 pounds in his final days. And one Baptist Memorial Hospital staffer told Rolling Stone he had the um, arteries of an 80-year-old man. Um, so a massive heart attack isn't exactly far-fetched. But toxicologists found more than 10 drugs in Presley's systems, fueling speculation that polypharmacy played a role in his death. 
The general confusion surrounding these and other jargony cause of death explanations has undoubtedly helped to foster conspiracy theories. So have issues concerning official paperwork. Elvis's death certificate will remain under wraps until 2027, 50 years after his passing. While this may seem like further proof of a cover-up, it's actually a matter of Tennessee law. As for Presley's autopsy report, it's a private family document, unlikely to ever see the light of day. Um, and see, you see, the like the family doesn't want to be putting, you know, the, you know, the his wife, his daughter, his, his family just lost a family member. You gotta understand. To us, it's Elvis. Oh, we want to see everything. We want to see. To his family, it's a family member. Yeah, he can sing, but it's a family member first, and then he's the king, Elvis Presley, the microphone and the dancing and all that stuff. You know, he's somebody's uh, son, somebody's. Um, father, somebody's brother, etc. Um, his grandkids never met him. You know what I mean? But, you know, he's, he's, he's a, he's a human being first. So it's natural that the family would not want, it's the same thing. You know, I'm not one of those people, like there's people who are like, oh, we, we need to see the other, no, you don't need to see anything. You just need to know that he's passed away. And that's it. Leave the family, he's passed away, leave it, leave that to the family. You can mourn in your own way. You don't need to see anything. You know what I mean? He's not affecting you in any way. Um, I think you know those those family people that die just leave it alone. Unless it unless there's something significant that affects everybody, some way I don't know how, but then you really don't need to see any death. Look, they say he's dead, whatever. If he's alive, well, then he's alive, whatever. Still doesn't affect you if he's alive. It's just like, oh wow, Elvis is alive. Holy crap. Oh, okay. But anyway, the pool house photo. I don't know what this is, but the second major Elvis sighting came in the form of a photo snapped on December 31st, 1977. While visiting Graceland with his family, a man named Mike Joseph took some random pictures of Presley's pool house. A few years later, while studying them with a magnifying glass, Joseph spotted a shadowy Elvis-like figure sitting in the doorway. Oh my goodness, that's creepy. But anyway, experts at Kodak verified that nothing had been doctored, so it seems someone was peering out of the window. In an interview with Larry King, Elvis's good buddy Joe, Espe- Joe Esposito suggested it was another Presley associate, Al Strada, in that photo. In the photo, the explanation was good enough for Joseph, but not everyone is satisfied. A similar case of mistaken identity led to some excitement a few years later when a sports when sports agent Larry Cole was captured looking uncannily Elvis-like alongside his client and Elvis pal Muhammad Ali and Jesse Jackson in a 1984 newspaper photo. Cole came forward with an original color version of the image proving that it was him, not Elvis, in the shot. But that's hardly laid the matter to rest. Asked in an interview, an interview uh, asked in an interview to identify the man in the background, they reportedly said, that's my friend Elvis. Um, I, and Ali probably said that because poking fun of everybody. I'm not debunking anything i'm just looking at facts okay and things and and i look at things like i said that are possible i look at things with a logical hat i I have a conspiracy hat but it has it's it's weaved with a side of logic okay that i had to look at um if i'm muhammad ali and i'm famous just like ali was very famous just like elvis i would say also if somebody asks me in an interview, hey, who's that in the back? I'm like, oh, that's my, you know, that's my buddy Elvis, you know, because I know that there's conspiracies going around, and I will say that as a joke, you know, um, I, like again, you <laughs> stop thinking for a minute that this man would fake his death 
right, would fake his death and then just go around doing interviews and buying plane tickets and doing all this stuff. That to me does not um aren't things that would I would think would be logical. You know what I mean? Um so let's see what we got here. Uh in the late eighties, the the king of Kalam Kalamazoo. In the late eighties, the epicenter of the Elvis Lives universe shifted to Kalamazoo, Michigan, a city Elvis played four months before his death. In nineteen eighty eight, a woman named Louise Welling from nearby Vicksburg claimed she had seen Elvis Presley standing in line at the local <laughs> Fell pouch market. He was rocking a white jumpsuit naturally and purchasing an electrical fuse. Welling's daughter later spied him uh, scarfing whoppers at Burger King. What gives his account eerie credibility? Expert David Adler told the Los Angeles Times in an interview promoting his Elvis themed cookbook is that Burger King was by far Elvis's favorite fast food chain. Okay, uh, a lot of people knew that, right? And like I said, they have Elvis lookalikes. Again, you have to look at it in in a way that it, with logical eyes also. We would all like for him to be alive. But think about this. He Again, he fakes his death and then wears the white jumpsuit that... <laughs> attracts people's attention. Anybody wearing a, a white jumpsuit, you're going to look even for a second. Oh, it's a white jumpsuit. You know? The white jumpsuit, I don't know if he's saying the white the white jumpsuit that he's famously known for wearing with the bell bottoms. And then going to Burger King. I, I don't see, why would he do that? <laughs> why would Elvis do that? <laughs> why? Why would you do that? Ah, man. Like, that, that, that's not, this. If anything, if anything, if anything, I think Elvis would be living like in Italy in a in a farm, on a farm in Italy. You know what I mean? If anything. Or Spain or something. Oh my god. Back on the big screen. The Kalamazoo uh Halabaloo's has born a rash of late eighties Elvis sightings, which are many involved the king doing unregal things like pumping gas or buying junk food. Exactly. These were consistent with the notion that he'd faked his own death to escape the public eye, just like I said, or the mafia, as one theory holds, and return to his humble roots. Um, there's a, they, they always have, that theory always pops up, the far as that, oh, the mafia's involved in this, I don't know why they always put the mafia involved in this, and things like this. They may have something to do, there is a video you can catch on YouTube where uh, it was famous people who died, um, like, as far as, well, as far as the in the, Latin community, Hispanic community, there's been a lot of singers, actors, whatever, that have died in the hands of the cartels. But um, I don't know the American mafia, you know, the Italian or whatever mob, you know. I don't know. It just it, It's a possibility. Yes, it is. It is a possibility. But I don't, I don't think, um, I, I, just, I, don't, I just don't feel deep down that it was that way for Elvis. But Elvis loved movies. He started in 31. Wow. 30, I don't know he did that many movies. And Christmas. So it, he loved movies and Christmas. So it almost makes sense that he would risk blowing his cover by appearing in the 1990 holiday comedy Home Alone. Let me see where. Let's watch this real quick and see where he would appear. I don't see where this would. Everything's full. Uh, I'm very where? sorry, but it is where Christmas Eve. Elvis? What about another airline? I don't see Elvis. 
the extra in the background. Where? Nothing available. May I help you get a hotel room in the city? Tomorrow afternoon we can get you a flight to Chicago. I can't wait that long. I don't see it. I'm I don't see it. I'm terribly sorry, ma'am, but we're it. doing absolutely everything we can. The one with the beard. Really, I'm sorry. Seriously? Excuse me, your place to go. People you think that's Elvis? It's good. Excuse me. Okay. I have been awake for almost the one with hours. the beard. I'm tired and I'm dirty. I've Let been from Chicago something. to Paris to Dallas. Let's fast forward. I'm sorry. No, 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 no way. This is Christmas. The season Would of perpetual hope. I don't and I don't care so. if I have to get out on your runway and hitchhike. I don't it see how everything that I own. could be Elvis. If I have to sell my soul to the devil form. himself, I am going to get home to my son. Next to John, ne look, uh, look who's next to him. If there was anything at all I could do for do you Look today. who's next to him. Another legend, I, I right here. Another room. legend <laughs> next to him. Excuse me. Excuse right here, John Candy. Can for a That's Excuse another legend. <laughs> you think John Candy? <laughs> Listen, you think John Candy? That's not Elvis, bro. That's not Elvis. Let's just. I don't even know how to. I don't even know. This again. You got to look. I there's I think there's more logic to these things than there is uh conspiracies. Granted, if he comes out as alive if he comes out as alive, it none of this still could not have happened. I don't think any of this. Even if he's alive, he probably didn't do any of this. Let let's say he's alive, but he probably didn't do any of this. You know what I mean? I don't it's it's I don't know. We look for things that feed our need to believe. You know, when it comes to conspiracy, I love a conspiracy. I'm into all the alien stuff. I'm into everything conspiracy, uh, you know, cryptids, all that stuff. But I sometimes we have to look at logic. Not sometimes. A lot of times, most of the time, we got to look at logic. And we, and we I feel like we feed the need, our need to feed our conspiracy hunger. Our, our conspiracy hunger is hungry. So we need to look for anything. Oh, he was on Home Alone. He was in Home Alone. Do you know how many people are on the set? Do you think? Do you do you not think that he would be? He would have been no, um, known. He would have been, you know, it it wasn't just a bunch of you know twenty year olds on on that set. There was people that were alive and following him when he was already when he was big, you know, when he was singing, when he was still on stage and all that stuff. Believers of this bizarre theory contend that a fifty five year old that was personally turned up in the background the scene where Captain O'Hara Captain O'Hara's character is stuck on the Scranton airport while trying to get home to her son. There's a bearded guy behind that looks a little like Elvis in Charro and cocks his head in a manner that conspiracy theories swear is identical to Presley's onstage mannerisms. Curiously, director Chris Columbus went into Home Alone having just made Heartbreak Hotel a 1988 flop about some kids who tried to kidnap Elvis. Columbus and Home Alone star uh, Macaulay Culkin about the theory in the DVD commentary, but the identity of the extra remains unknown. Even if the real bearded man were to come forward, it probably wouldn't kill the story. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's another possible Elvis sighting. Uh, in the summer of 2000, Groundskeeper Presley, in the summer of 2016, video of a Graceland Groundskeeper uh, reported, to be, uh, reported to be Elvis by the internet all shook up. In the clip, a gray-haired dude in a baseball cap and Elvis Week t-shirt fusses with some wire and holds up two fingers, apparently some type of numerological clue as he walks past the camera. Let's see. Let's see what this guy's doing here. 
what is this guy doing? I mean, he's in Tennessee. Looks like a huge house. It, no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> No, let me see. Okay, he's got an Elvis Week shirt. All right. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. No, man. There's nothing nothing wrong with that. Okay, so in the in the video this guy's holding, he's walking. Um he's got a uh He's got an Elvis Week shirt, but mind you, look where he's at. He's probably a he looks like he was in a big Elvis fan. Um He's a groundskeeper at Graceland, reported to be Elvis by the end. Okay. Um, I mean, he's working at Graceland, for God's sakes. I would have an Elvis shirt on, too, if I was groundskeeper over there. Most likely, I would. You know what I mean? If I was working in, in, in Neverland, I'd probably have a Michael Jackson shirt on. And I don't know how people would think I'm Michael Jackson. Um, but anyway, the video has been viewed more than 2 million times on YouTube. Far more than one would. One far more than the one where a clever Elvis fan debunks the whole thing by chatting with the actual Graceland employee an affable gentleman named Bill Barmer I'm not really 81 says Barmer who then compares himself to a Pokemon Go character <laughs> alright I'm not going to do this whole article this thing is huge but uh, it says here the future next paragraph Elvis is alive Theories can't go on forever. The man would now be in his 80s, and the oldest person on record only lived to 122. That means we've got maybe another 40 years of stories about the king chilling in Argentina or sipping coffee at Tim Hortons or doing whatever you do as an elderly man who's been in hiding since the Carter administration, unless it turns out Elvis is immortal. In an interview accompanying the Beatles anthology DVD, George Harrison likens... A brief 1972 encounter with Elvis at Madison Square Garden to meeting Vishnu or Krishna or something. His hair was black, his skin was tan, and his aura left the beetle feeling like a snooty little nobody. Harrison made, uh, may have been hinting on at something, Mojo Nixon and Skid Roper said rather deftly with the 1987 single, Elvis is everywhere, dead or uh, alive or dead. Presley is one pop culture deity We'll never stop worshiping. Um, yeah, I mean, we're never going to, you know, he's he's a legend. You know, bottom line, this guy, this man is a legend. Um, you know, we're never going to stop talking about Elvis. He's going to keep going. His music is heard everywhere. His music is heard in movies. His music is, his music is just heard all over the place. You know what I mean? Um, and people are still, people are going to know who he is. People are going to know who Elvis is. They're going to know, they're going to, know about him his music and the cons i don't know how long the conspiracies can go i mean <laughs> like i say he'd be in his 80s now so i don't i mean he'd have to be living forever you know just like they said uh like i said i think we just feed our need for a conspiracy and i'm guilty of that in certain things um, but I do like to put logic to things, you know what I mean? Like, uh, for example, when we talk about, I've had conversations, whenever the alien thing, you know, comes up, or the flat earth things, or this, that, and the third, I always put a logic to it. Like, with the alien things, I'm like, yo, these, <laughs> if these beings 
that we're talking about are flying back and forth out there because people are like oh well if there's aliens why don't they ever appear you know we never see them in new york city we never see them in thing well these aliens are intelligent okay they're not going to appear in the middle of new york city where there's a lot of people there's a lot you know they're gonna appear in farm towns where they have where they know there's a less population i'm sure they have a gps and i'm sure they can get google and and see the population of a certain town. They're gonna appear in certain places. They know where to abduct. They're not gonna go to Times Square and just start picking people up. That's not logical. Okay, these people, these if there's aliens out there, they have logic, and they're flying around in these way more advanced machines that we don't have. We don't have the technology for yet, um, and they're making logical decisions like, hey, hey. Let's go to Idaho and pick up this dude over here in this farm. There's like five people living there. You know, who cares if the five people see us? Their video is going to be grainy anyway. Their video is going to be all messed up and shaky. Nobody's going to believe them. It's going to be like on some YouTube videos, top fives. And it's just going to be entertainment. They're not going to believe it. Let's not go. There's probably some idiot on the ship that's like, hey, why don't we just go to Times Square? There's a lot more pickings there. They're like, no. You idiot. I'm the captain, and I'm making the decision that we're going to Idaho. You idiot. We're not going to go. This is why you're in the back. This is why you're sitting in the back seat over there. You know what I mean? That's that's how I think aliens think. They're not, they're not just going to the middle of the most populated town and abducting people. Um, You know what I mean? So I think we like to feed our theories. And both sides do it. People who believe it, people who don't believe. There are people who will try to debunk any single conspiracy, anything that's possible, they'll look for a reason why it's not possible. Because fear, fear of it being possible scares them more than it being possible. And the and the other side of that coin is the people who fear it not being, uh, you know, who fear, for example, in this case with Elvis, who fear that it is true, their, their biggest, their, there's a bigger fear of them knowing that he's really dead than that he's alive. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to believe that this guy just died and just died like that. When it is a possibility that he could have had this. How many stars don't overdose? You know, how many you know, when you get that kind of money, it's easy to get access to drugs. You gotta look at that. Easy access. You have the money to do it. You got you pay people to bring it to you. You don't go to people. They come to you. Um you pay people to get you drugs. You can pray you can go to any doctor as Elvis Presley, especially in his heyday, and be like, hey, can you prescribe me, uh, you know, keep prescribing some for this? And he most likely will do it, especially in the 50s. It was, <laughs> they, didn't give, they didn't give too much of a damn, you know what I mean? Um, so it's really easy, you know what I mean, to to, to, to go through all that, man. It's, it's just, I don't know what people are thinking, man. But anyway, that's all I got, man. <laughs> continue go ahead continue to listen man until you listen there's more stuff coming up i got more things in the pipeline it's hard to talk about conspiracy i know this is more kind of a deep i'm not a debunker i'm a i'm a i'm a logic giver but i also if there's no logic to it i'm gonna say there's no logic i'm gonna say there's a conspiracy behind that um again can this happen? Do people fake their deaths? Yes. Yes, they do. Yes, they can. If you have money, especially, and you can get doubles, and you can get people to put a wax figure of you. There are wax figures of Elvis. I mean, you know what I mean? Um, it can happen. So you got to believe it. You know what I'm saying? 
But as I say always, man, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow me on the socials, on the social media, man. And, oh, I will see you on the next smoke. Let's all go down the rabbit hole of conspiracies, fears, and mysteries. <laughs>